have a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Memoir of a Nigerian My name is Helen. On today's episode, we would not have so many laughs, so many haha, so many hoo-hoo because we're talking the more crazy day in Nigeria. Yes, sometimes we just have to talk, we just have to delve into this. It's not every time we're talking about, you know, this, talking about that. As as much as all of these things that we talk about on this podcast, Memo of a Niger Girl, Everything we talk about is very important. We talk about important topics, important conversations that people have, that people don't really have, that people don't really want to talk about. We talk about everything here. And that's why this podcast is different from every other thing you would hear on all podcast platforms. And I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. This is not me capping. This is the truth. So today we're talking Democracy Day in Nigeria. Many of us were born. And the people that were even born, we don't really understand the genesis of all these things. We don't really know about Democracy Day in full. Not to forget that we don't even have history in our curriculum anymore. So I decided to bring um, an expert. And you know, I would say a journalist is a veteran journalist uh, who, who has been there all through, you know, and he's still there because is still very very active in journalism so i decided to talk about talk to him about this topic and then you know let's talk democracy day in nigeria abiola mko late mko abiola let's talk about the regime let's talk about the military regime let's talk about the democratic regime and see if we are still practicing democracy in this country at the moment let's not forget the twitter ban let's not forget the fact that so many things are wrong let's just find out let's just talk let's just um enlighten ourselves it's not just fun and games every time it's important to have this conversation and that is why we are here when they say that is not why yeah yeah this before but anyway my voice is not so good for music i i stopped that career a long time ago and but i'm just going to you know leave you to listen to something before my guest comes in uh you just have to listen to this one by late da green I'm not going to tell you not to debut. I'm not going to ask you not to vote because your vote counts. My vote counts. So we are not saying our vote come 2023. So most of you are Yeah, I'm asking you. I'm telling you that we should all go out to vote. Uh, Democracy Day in Nigeria. And I'm talking to Mr. Olusaji Akimi Ade. Welcome on the show. Yeah. So... Um, thank you for for being here. Thank you for talking to me. No problem. So tell me, um, Democracy Day in Nigeria, that's what we're talking about today. And, you know, many of us, even the ones that, that was born at this time, we really don't know the history. We don't know a lot. And, of course, we don't even have history in our curriculum anymore in Nigeria. 
What do you think? Are we, in, are we truly a democratic country in Nigeria right now? Well, if, if democracy is uh, for people to run their own affairs, for them to have the opportunity to change governments at specific intervals, and for them to uh, have the freedoms that uh, uh, protects uh, and defends them, then we can say that we're democracy. But what what kind of democracy then? Is it a rickety democracy? Is it a democracy with uh, lumps? Is it a democracy that has loads of problems? Yes, that's the kind we have. Is it a democracy that is not all there? Yes, that's what we have. But if, if it is on the basis of people having elections and being able to change their government and having some freedoms, then, you know, we have a democracy. Okay. Uh, before we go into the freedoms, yeah, because I'm sure you are aware of the things that are happening right now. So let's, let me not talk about the freedom just yet. Let's talk about the 1993, June 12. What happened? How was the atmosphere like when uh, Moshud Abiola won that election? Well, the, 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 the thing is the election was never really fully declared. Hmm. It was never really fully declared. I mean, the results were never really fully declared. Uh, it, was, it was something that almost everybody knew from the coalition, how they collated all the results that Abiola had won the election. But... On the point of declaring it, the military government didn't allow the election to be declared. But there was relief uh, throughout the country that Abiola had won because he had built tremendous support throughout the country, which is with the kind of things he had been doing uh, in different parts of the country. He had friends all over the place. And as a result, you know, we, we voted for him. And uh, I think Nigerians were very joyous. Hmm. Of course, that was tempered by the fact that the election was, the results were not declared. And as a result, you really didn't have uh, President Abiola being sworn in. Definitely, definitely. But then, what led to the arrest itself? What led to the arrest, which, because I, I was reading about it, and they said the day he was due to be released from prison was that day that he died, which was 7th of July, 1998. What led to the arrest? The, the, the arrest was... Now, if, if you go back to 1993, when the trouble started after the election was annulled, uh, Abiola went to a place called Ekute Duiniba in Lagos here to declare himself president. Now, you know, Abacha was in power at that time. So... Uh, as far as Abacha was concerned, you could not have two presidents or two leaders in the country. The military were there fully. And, you know, Abiola had declared himself president, which was what uh, civil rights and pro-democracy activists wanted. Let's confront the military. You know, let's just not take what they tell us uh, lying down. Let's, let's confront them. And as a result... He declared himself president, even though some people didn't want him to do that. Mm -hmm. But he went ahead based on the fact that 
he had won the election. But because uh, the election itself wasn't declared, uh, the, the results weren't declared, yeah, it wasn't made present, uh, the, the winner of the election, it was a problem. And then you can't confront a military government at the same time. So that was why he was arrested. He was arrested for declaring himself president at the Kotedo. Okay. So, you know, um, should I say, uh, I wouldn't say flashback. I would say uh, fast forward to uh, when um, Buhari became the president of Nigeria. He was the first president to honor MKU Abiola by saying that, okay, every um, June 12th would be a day we would um, we would celebrate a democratic um, state. Considering that after Obasanjo came in power, people actually believed Abiola gave Obasanjo that wings to fly. If if Obasan if uh, Abiola was not was not dead, that Obasanjo might not be a president. Well, that's that that is true. If you look at what happened at the time, of course. Uh, uh, Obasanjo was a consensus uh, candidate for the powerful groups in, the, in Nigeria, mm -hmm. particularly from the north. And they knew at the time that with the annulment of the uh, of, of the 1993 election, the, the June 12th election, which was adjudged to have been the freest election ever mm -hmm. held in Nigeria, you know, with the annulment that you could not now go from there into a new democracy and bring in another northerner as 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 president. Mm -hmm. So in their wisdom, quote unquote, they decided Obasanjo should be the one to to uh, be president. Is a Yoruba man. He comes from uh, Abiola's uh, state, right. state. So he should he should be the uh, the one to be president. Of course, they can vote for him. They, they provided money for him and everything, and uh, eventually he became uh, the president. But you know, uh, he was a divisive figure in Yoruba land, mm. you know, because uh, many people thought he, he was one of those people who did not believe in Abiola's uh, mandate, in Abiola's election. He didn't believe it. Is he, he had what you know? He had what was what to spite Abiola throughout the period. And as a result, some of the pro-democracy activists didn't like him at all. And in some of the states, they didn't like him. You will know that most Yoruba states didn't vote for him uh, when he became president. You know, he didn't get that kind of vote he needed from his own uh, area. But of course, it, it was because of that that he became president, just to say that, okay, uh, the Yorubas must be compensated for this. Uh, I don't think it was even the right thing to do because you just will, should have left uh, uh, the, 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 the Yorubas to present their candidate. They did present one candidate, AD, which was uh, the party that came in there, presented uh, a different candidate, you know, but of course the candidate lost because of the overwhelming belief of those people, the powers that be, that uh, it was only uh, former head of state uh, that could, uh, the former head of state that could really lead Nigeria at that particular time. It was a precarious time and they needed him to pilot the affairs of Nigeria at the time. And that was why he was the one who became president. But why, why do you think it took them like forever in Nigeria, the head of state that we've had, we've had um, Obasanjo, we've had Jonathan, we have Yaradua, even if it was for a very short term. 
I, I really honestly feel like maybe nobody really honored MK Wabiola the way that he should. And it took Buari to do that. A northerner, yeah? yeah well, it, it, yes, I, it, it, it's, it's quite, um, well, I mean, it, it's quite an interesting scenario, actually. Because you would have thought that a passenger will be the one to do it. Hmm. You know, to recognize what had happened. But that's that's not a Nobasanjo's character to do things like that. There are people who believe that Obasanjo does not want another Yoruba man hmm. to be president. To eclipse him. To eclipse him in terms of recognition. Right. You know, and so why 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 do you why do you need to go and do something about uh, uh, Abiola is dead? So what's what's the thing? I mean, it may not think that way, but that's that's the way it sounded or felt to people. That's the way people thought about it. That it was it was such in competition with uh, with okay. Abiola and, and and his aura and his popularity that he didn't want to have anything to do with it. But you will have thought that the other people who followed Abiel, uh, who followed Obasanjo, will have done it, recognized uh, the man, right. and recognized the day. But it, it fell on an uh, unusual candidate. It fell on an unusual president. It, f it fell to uh, this man that any, nobody would have believed would do it, to do it. Which is why politics is uh, very funny sometimes, you know, because it won't be him. I mean, uh, Buhari served uh, very well with uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Abacha. Uh, Buhari, I mean, with Abacha at the time. So uh, he, he, he did some things for him. So you wouldn't have thought that, uh, and he defended Abacha very many times. So you wouldn't have thought that he would be the one, the one to do it, of course. Politics is a, uh, a game. Uh, you have to cut your losses. You have to see where you can uh, make some hay. Or you, can, you have to see where you can actually uh, make, make, be good with people. Hmm. And that's what he did. And, and that's the thing. Do you, do you uh, honestly it, it, think that it's part of the game that um, President Buari honored, was the only first person that honored... Um, MK Wabiola. Also, it doesn't feel like we are still in a democratic system of government. Maybe, yes, but a little bit with um, some, some sort of militancy. So if someone says, okay, I'm honoring MK Wabiola, and also you can feel that, that thick hair, you know, with that person and what they say, what they believe in, and coming back to ban Twitter, you know, coming back to say, okay, you have to behave yourself in order to attract jobs and investment, which was what our president said on the 10th of June, 2021, on Arise TV. What do you think about this, this democracy with yes. some sort of militancy? Well, democracy is never perfect. That is the first point. It's never perfect. There is no perfect democracy anywhere. If you had, if you had uh, British Prime Minister uh, today, after meeting uh, the new president of America, the new American president, he said the man is a breath of fresh air. That's what he said. Mm. What did he mean by that? Because the president they had before 
before him Donald was Trump. a totally different Donald Trump was a totally different person who did not believe in doing things the normal way that you expect uh, allies to behave. He doesn't. He didn't behave in that manner. He did things instead of bringing people together and the rest of it. So democracy is never perfect. It's never perfect. And you have a situation in Nigeria where we are very young as far as democracy is concerned. Democracy started in this country. The real one that this one, this journey we are on started in 1999. Mm -hmm. It's not really a very long time. All that democracy you are talking about, where it is still not perfect. You are talking about democracy who's been there for 200 years. You have been, you talk about uh, democracies that have been there for 100 years. A little bit uh, less than 100 years. This is a very young democracy. It will have its problems. And over certain times, it, be, it will continue to correct these problems. Yes, we will go through, we will go through things. And as a result, uh, the, the more we try to resolve our issues, the better the democracy uh, becomes. But for us, I suppose we want to uh, run before we can work. Hmm. I, that's that's where I say it. We want to run before we can work, and that's that's the problem we have with democracy. It, it doesn't excuse what uh, the government is doing. It doesn't excuse it. But when you really put your mind to it, when we talk about democracy, what is our role in ensuring that democracy is viral, is virile, is strong? What is our what is our role in that? What is our role in that? Do we sell our votes for, for 50 Kobo or for five, 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 five Naira or for 50 Naira or for 300 Naira? Do we sell our votes? Or do we have a higher cost to say that my vote counts? I must vote for somebody I believe will do this job. That's why I'm saying democracy is still growing in Nigeria. It's not there yet. It's not perfect. It has a lot of problems. But we got to solve these problems ourselves. So if, we if, got to solve. If democracy is still growing in Nigeria, as you said, what is the need? What is the need to then celebrate Democracy Day in Nigeria? Oh, you have to. You have to ce celebrate Democracy Day. You make you, you you may not be taking giant steps. You may be taking some baby steps. But then, as I say, every little drops. Every little drop make the mighty ocean, isn't it? You know, so you know, little drops of water they makes the mighty ocean. It's, they say those things, but that's it. You take baby steps, but baby steps. If you are really hard at it, if you really work hard at it, baby steps becomes man steps right. or woman steps or big steps, right. and you grow with it. So you celebrate the little bit. And besides, besides, it is not this celebration really, when you think about it, is to say that Abiola was the one who really, truly gave us what we have now. Hmm. Without Abiola, we, we can't get to, we couldn't have gotten to this place. Maybe we could, but I don't know. But the point is, Abiola gave us this, and we celebrate him. So, Democracy Day also is a celebration 
of that thing that Abiola brought us, of that thing that Abiola gave us, is a celebration of that. So it's not strictly that democracy has become perfect in Nigeria. No, that's not what we're celebrating. We're just celebrating that despite all our problems, the military hasn't come back to come and say, I, Brigadier, so, 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 uh, we seize power, that kind of thing. Despite our problems, the military hasn't uh, uh, decided to, to, to uh, give us this uh, early morning uh, broadcast, scattering the government, uh, chasing everybody everywhere. We have problems, yes, but within that, uh, the, 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 the system of government is still there. No, there, there are quite a few countries around us now that have gone the other way. Do, do you fear and would do they, you fear would go that way some sometime soon? Who no, I don't believe so. I, I think we have reached the point now where uh, it will be it will be difficult for the military to do what it used to do. You know, I, th I think we. It's not that it's impossible, but I think it's it's going to be pretty difficult because they will find a society that is so fractured. And they won't be able to help it because their own attitude is, oh, there is problem, overwhelming force. That's what they will do. Overwhelming force. Kill who's, who's, who's killable. Jail who's jailable. That kind of thing. But it, it will never solve that kind, the kind of problems we have here. The kind of problems we have there will only be solved by people sitting down in a democratic setting. People sitting and discussing it and rearranging the, 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 the way they, they, they treat each other, the way they relate to each other, and, and, and negotiating it, that kind of thing. That's why people, some people call for restructuring, yeah. some people call for empowering the states and the rest of it, you know, devolving power to, to, the, to, the, to the state and to the geopolitical zones. That's why people talk about that. Oh. And you do that in this kind of democratic setting. Yeah, in this kind of democratic setting, do you really think we are ready to restructure? Do you think we are ready? Do you think people understand? Because I really find I really find it a, a big deal if someone's saying, "Okay, you have to. We, we need to restructure now." Like a general general Alani Akimiyade, for example, he's, he's been calling for restructuring for years. What are the What are the steps to take if we want to restructure this country? Well, that, you see, that is that's the one of the problems we also have is that when people talk about restructuring, it means different things to different people. There are people who believe that you can restructure, but if the attitude of Nigerians themselves, if the attitude of Nigerians themselves Don't doesn't change. change, that the restructuring will just be nonsense. It it won't mean anything. What do they mean by restructuring? From what I understand. It's just a devolution of power, more power, from the, the, the federal to the states and the local governments. Mm. That's, that's what it is. So that the local governments and the states, the states have, you know, more power over the areas they, they, they control. I mean, the, 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 the local governments and the states that they have more local, more power to deal with the areas. You see a situation where if, if uh, uh, the governor of Lagos wants to uh, give orders to, to the police, the police will take orders from the IG. Federal, yeah. Who, who is in uh, Abuja? Federal, yeah. Yes. 
Yes, yeah, the police here in Lagos is to a large degree funded by the Lagos state government. Look at what they did today. They presented, oh, yesterday, mm -hmm. they presented new fighting equipment, vehicles, uh, tanks, and all those things to the police to aid security, to aid the, the fight for uh, security, uh, to secure the, 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 the state. That's what they did. But then, if something has, you, you can see from uh, the end the, the the situation about who gave the order, who didn't give, give the order. The order come from the Lagos State uh, Governor. They did come from uh, uh, the federal government. They did come from the army. They did come from uh, from, from from the police. There is a limitation. There's a, a limitation. And if you have local police, then local police will be like we used to have in those days. We had local police before, so it won't be the first time. We've had them before. And local police knows the terrain. They know the terrain. They know the, 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 the people because they are part of the people. Mm -hmm. So it was easier for them to, to, to deal with crime and criminality in those days. Although, I mean, you, you, they were used by, by politicians. But what is it that politicians don't use? Don't use. Even the ones, yes, even the ones that are there today, the federal, they're still used by politicians. That's it. That's that's the but you don't because something happens, then you say you don't do it. You do it because you believe over time you will perfect the system. If people are saying we don't want local police or we don't have one state police because oh the state governors we you we use them. It's a wrong attitude. It's a wrong attitude. And that's part of what people are saying. Devolve powers and let the states have more powers you know let the federal government be what it used to be a a a, a central body that looks after our welfare in terms of uh, uh, our borders mm. uh, our scenes uh you know uh, foreign policy defense policy those, those are the things that you want your federal government to be looking after you want to leave everything else like education and the rest of it to the state police to the states all those things you have a federal system in america they have many tiers of police system many tiers you have the fbi you have state police you have uh, county police right so there are many tiers there so here all they are asking for okay you have federal police but let us have state police so that we can do things ourselves without having to necessarily oh, call uh, one inspector general in the middle of the night or oh, something is happening here we need to deploy uh, troops if the state man if the state governor is in charge the state uh, the state police will just reach the state governor and quick or the state governor give the gives the order go and do this and that's it things 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 are better done that way and that is the problem with this uh, i mean that's what the issue concerning restructuring it and then physical responsibility that if you have if you have uh, oil in your area yes be largely uh, in be largely in charge of it oh yes you contribute to the central post to, to, to take care of defense and the rest of it and um, 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 federal uh, structure you will still do that if you are in cocoa area yeah you still take money from the cocoa thing and contribute to the federal stock that was what we had that was what we had 
before you don't see just torpedoed everything and brought in this unitary system of government, which suited the army more than yeah. uh, uh, a political life. Hmm. Oh, so I, I, I can now understand how imperfect democracy is. But before I let you go, I'd really like to know. Uh, we, we, we know what happened in the eastern part of Nigeria where everybody stayed at home just to honor the people that died during the war. Do you think the same thing might happen in the southern part of the country for democracy? Well, because, I, because it's I, tomorrow, I, I, yeah, and we can we can hear in the news that oh, some people want to protest this and that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can hear that some people want to protest uh, and the rest of it. Well, I think even if they protest. If they protest, it, I don't think it's necessarily bad, you know, and I, I, I don't think that it doesn't respect uh, the 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 ad ad fought for uh, democracy as regards uh, the death of Abiola, right. that kind of thing. I don't think it respect disrespects it. It is still something. In fact, if they are demonstrating, they are demonstrating to make to strengthen democracy to make it better they are demonstrating over the weaknesses of what they see today so sitting at home doesn't necessarily mean anything i think in the east sitting at home is more of a political uh, a, a, a political weapon in the east it is something like oh we want to see who controls this place is it us oh. or is it the government right. or is it the government okay if they if we say People shouldn't go out. If they go out, we have our goons out there who break their legs or something. They should sit at home. And government says, oh, you people, just, just go about your business and do what you want. Well, if you don't want your leg broken, you'll stay at home. Right. That's, that's, that's the point of it. But if, if people demonstrate, so long as it is peaceful, so long as it is peaceful, then there is nothing wrong with it. And it, it will be that they are doing something to even entrench the democracy that Abiola fought for. That is to say, it should be more perfect than what it is now. Yeah, yeah. I, I also think, I also agree with you that peaceful protest works. And Nigerian youth, we are not, uh, we're not violent, you know. And we hope that there won't be issues of banditry tomorrow because you can see every, everywhere is quite tensed with the news that yes. okay what what might happen we don't what might happen we don't want another situation where bandits kill people and all of that people should i mean we all have the right to protest as long as it's very peaceful yes it's not it's not a big deal and it's democracy day it's a day that we should talk about the weaknesses and talk about what we want and hopefully hopefully just our, our voices might be heard Yes. Yeah. That's that is it. Yeah, I mean that's that's the essence of democracy itself. And you know, on on a pro on a democracy today, what better time to protest against the bad things going on in the democracy? What better time to protest anti-democratic measures in the society? That's that's the best time to do it. So it's a democracy day, but you protest peacefully to say, okay democracy but we want better democracy we want better things here we want to be safe in our homes we want security we want uh, uh, 
food. We want government to do this and that. So that's that's the point of it. And it's 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 a great thing, I believe. Thank you very much for always speaking to us, Mr. Soji Akinriade. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Of course, we are quite young and we don't know so much. So it's always nice to have a veteran like you talk us through these things. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So guys, that is it on today's episode. We talked about democracy in Nigeria. I am, I, I am very happy about about this i hope the protest happens i i think i hope i you know i'm doing my hands in the hair i hope everything goes well this country needs to be something good needs to happen something beautiful needs to happen we can't keep on going like this twitter ban you can't even post how you feel because someone somewhere feels that okay why how dare you delete my tweet tweets how dare you and that's what we have today what better way to start the week? You have to listen to this podcast, share it, like it, and too. But please, whatever it is, I need you to go and subscribe on my YouTube channel, Memoir of a Ninjaga. We had problems with our Instagram handle, but we're going to be back. Before then, just go and follow me, helen.love.23. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a very peaceful democracy day. Bye.